Welcome to our podcast series, Five Questions, Five Answers. We explore current U.S. trade policies and trade rules impacting thousands of companies. My name is Bridget Matisson. I'm the Director of North American Manufacturing here at Aaron Fox Schiff in Washington, D.C. With the help of my guests, who I know will have the right answers, we translate the legal into real-world strategies. Our goal? Help business leaders understand the rules while increasing their bottom line. Let's start. The Office of the U.S. Trade Representative is part of the executive branch. It's tasked with promoting the trade policy objectives of the Oval Office. The person in that office is a cabinet-level appointee, and they enjoy the rank of ambassador. That person currently is Catherine Pye. Needless to say, USTR has been pretty busy lately. The particular job responsibility has been the implementation of U.S. special tariffs, such as the U.S. 301 tariff. Special because they are unilateral, and they have a very specific raison d'etre. So it's an important office, to say the least. It's why we are once again turning our attention to that office and one of its latest public notice. Listeners to these podcasts will have learned that the USPR has been considering whether to continue US 301 for imports originating in China. The other day, the office announced a 50-day public comment period. Leia Scarpelli is an associate here at Aaron Fox Schiff. I have asked her to join us today to explain exactly what does all this mean? And what does it all mean? And for whom? Good morning, Leah. Good morning, Bridget. Thank you for having me back on the podcast. I'm happy to be here with you. Oh, listen, on this issue, Leah, you're the go-to. So thank you. Very briefly, give us a sit rep and an executive summary. What are the US 301 tariffs? What are the rates? And are they applied to like a lot of products imported into the United States? So the short answer to all of the above is yes. Um, The Section 301 tariffs were first implemented in 2018 by President Trump to address intellectual property concerns with China. The tariffs were implemented in five different waves, and we refer to them as Lists 1, List 2, List 3, List 4A, and 4B. The tariffs on List 1, 2, and 3 have a rate of 25%, and the tariffs on List 4A are at 7.5%. The tariffs on List 4B have been suspended, so there are no special Section 301 tariffs on those products at this time. Each of the USTR's products lists cover hundreds, if not thousands of products, ranging from industrial inputs to agricultural products to high-tech items like semiconductors and batteries for electric vehicles. In total, approximately $370 billion worth of U.S. imports from China are subject to tariffs. Wow. Can companies here in the United States seek an exclusion from these tariffs? Have they expired? Where are they? So at this point, there are very few product exclusions in effect. When the tariffs were first implemented back in 2018 and 2019, there was a process for importers to request exclusions from the additional tariffs for specific products. However, as of December 31st, 2020, the vast majority of those product exclusions have now expired. There are only limited exclusions still in place for products related to COVID-19 and for about 350 products that had previously been granted an exclusion extension, and that extension was reinstated through December 31st, 2022. One thing to note is that the product exclusions that are in place are specific to the product, not the person who requested that exclusion. So if you are lucky enough to have a product that you're importing that has an exclusion that's still valid, you can use that exclusion, even if you weren't the one who initially requested it. 
There also have been whisperings in Washington that the Biden administration is considering reopening a more comprehensive process for parties to request product-specific exclusions. But so far, nothing has materialized. Of course, we will let you know as soon as it does. Is that why we are looking at a four-year review? Why is the USPR making this move? So that's a great question and something that's caused a lot of confusion for trade professionals and importers across D.C. The current review is not related to the Section 301 exclusions. The review is actually mandated by the Section 301 statute, which includes a termination provision stating that the Section 301 tariffs will end after a period of four years unless a representative of the domestic industry submits a written request for continuation. It's hard to believe, but the Section 301 tariffs have been in effect for four years since List 1 was implemented in July 2018. So the tariffs would have automatically terminated if no one had requested that they remain in effect. Instead, the USDR released a notice in May announcing a four-year review of the tariffs. So phase one of the USTR's review provided an opportunity for parties benefiting from the tariffs to submit requests that they be continued by the end of August. There were 332 comments submitted in support of continuing tariffs on lists one and three, and 159 comments submitted for list two and 4A. So the USTR's review has now moved to phase two, where all interested parties, including parties objecting to the continuation of the tariffs, will now have an opportunity to comment. The USTR will open a new docket on November 15th for parties to submit comments on whether the tariff should remain in effect. And that docket will close 60 days later on January 17th, 2023. What do you think the USTR, Leah, is particularly looking for in this request for public input? So unfortunately, the exact format of the comments is still unknown, but the USTR has said that it will post a copy of questions for the docket by November 1st. In the meantime, the USTR has broadly stated that it would like comments addressing 11 different factors, including the effectiveness of the tariffs in eliminating or counteracting China's intellectual property practices, the impact of the tariffs on the U.S. economy, including consumers, workers, and small businesses, the impact of the tariffs on domestic manufacturing, and critical to our clients in the electric vehicle space, the effect of the tariffs on the goals of U.S. critical supply chains outlined in Executive Order 14017. Depending on the information received, the USTR may also provide additional opportunities for comment, which may include public hearings. And for our listeners who may not know what Executive Order 14017 was all about, that was the executive order from the White House in February of 2021, in which the president had tasked his administration and a number of agencies to come up with plans to support and safeguard the U.S. critical supply chain. And one of those industries is very important to the electric vehicle and the clean energy sector. So we're happy to send that executive order to anyone who wants to read it, but that's what the executive order was. And clearly, this is what USPR is going to meet its responsibilities under that order. So Leah, I know that you and your colleagues have been working with companies all over the globe, and they've all benefited from your insight. When will we know if these really important U.S. 301 tariffs will continue to be applied and for how long? I guess more importantly, Leah, what are you telling your clients right now? 
So it's hard to say how much longer the tariffs will remain in effect. We thought that President Biden would make immediate changes to the Section 301 tariffs implemented by President Trump. But so far, amending the tariffs has not appeared to be a priority as the administration has focused more on domestic policy. This ongoing four-year review is the first comprehensive opportunity for parties impacted by the tariffs to provide input to the USTR in the last two years. So we don't yet know what changes will result from the USTR's review, but the agency does have the discretion to make changes to the products subject to the tariffs or to eliminate the tariffs entirely. So because this review process could result in significant changes to the Section 301 tariffs, we are encouraging our clients to consider filing comments with the USTR by the January 17th deadline and are, of course, here to help with those submissions if importers or U.S. companies impacted by the tariffs decide to provide comments to the USTR. Thanks, Leah. For those listeners who would like to know what products are on the list, list one, two, three, four, and 4A, you can visit our Electric Mobility website. It has a link to Leah's past alerts on US 301 tariffs. You can get in touch with Leah directly. The link to her contact information will be on this podcast announcement. And this has been a pretty heavy, heavy week. This podcast comes at a time when another agency, the Treasury Department, and particularly the IRS, have issued another request for public input, and this time on the Inflation Reduction Act and the Clean Energy Tax Credits. Again, this notice is on our website for all of our listeners to see and to read about. These are two very, very important developments, and they are deserving of being watched very, very closely. We at Aaron Fox Schiff are here to help because for us, smart in your world, is not just a tagline.